Welcome to the Wild Minute with Troy. Playoff edition as we post content all weekend long, getting you ready for game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs between the Minnesota Wild and the Dallas Stars. Again, we drop the puck at 8.50 p.m. on Monday night. The game can be found locally on Valley Sports North with Anthony LaPanta and presumably Ryan Carter making the call, or you can watch the national feed on ESPN2. It's going to be big. It's going to be a long series. We expect this to go all the way through the end of April, and hopefully for the first time in eight years, the Wild will advance to the second round. As I referenced, we'll be posting content all weekend long. You know where to find the Wild Minute with Troy. I'm on Apple. I'm on Spotify. We'll be posting on Instagram early and often. That's Wild Minute Troy. And if you do want to send me a question, we'll answer those too. That's Troy at gmail.com. Let's get right down to what we want to talk about on this pod. And that's looking at those evil Dallas Stars. We call them evil because of a couple of reasons. The Stars beat the Wild in 2015-16, and it started an eight-consecutive first-round playoff departure by the Minnesota Wild. So they were the ones that started it some seven or eight years ago. The Wild lost to the Stars in six games. And then, of course, we'll never forgive the Dallas Stars because we know their namesake, the Minnesota North Stars. That's right, Norm Green in 1993 took hockey professionally away from Minnesota, brought it to the Lone Star State, and they they never came back, obviously, and we had to start a new team, and that was the Minnesota Wild uh, some 22 years ago. Now we're glad we got the Wild, but we should have never lost NHL hockey, and for that, we place all blame on the Dallas Stars. Now, let's look at Dallas. 47-21-14 this year. They led the league in overtime losses, which is one of the reasons they got so many points. They uh, took 14 games into overtime where they lost, but they still got those 14 points, and that was a reason they finished second in the Central Division with 108 points, just one point behind the division champion and Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. The Stars are a plus 67. Over an 82-game schedule, that's about a .9 goal advantage per game. Meanwhile, the Wild are a plus 21. So basically the Stars, well not basically, it's factually, the Stars have scored about 46 more goals than the Wild over the long season. Head-to-head, they played four times this year. The Wild were 2-2-0. But more uh, disturbingly, the Stars were 2-0-2. So in all four games, the Stars earned points against the Wild, and the Wild came home with points in just two of those games. One of the first times the two teams squared off I believe it was in November, the Wild chased uh, Jake Ottinger out of the game. Uh, They took a, I think it was a three-goal lead, four-goal lead actually, and they blew it and won in overtime. So the Stars know they can come back against the Wild. The Stars know they can beat the Wild. The Stars are the favorite in the series by all national reports and certainly with the Vegas odds, but this should go six or seven games for sure. Who do I think will win? You'll have to Pay attention to the podcast. We'll be making predictions uh, Monday morning, I believe, and that's when I'll tell you who I think will win this series. Teams are trending a little bit different directions. While the Wild will say, no, we aren't. We arrested players down the stretch, and uh, we really didn't need to win those last several games because we finished, uh, settled into third place. The reality is the Stars closed the season winning six games in a row. And over a three-week stretch, they were the hottest team in hockey. 
The Wild dropped five of their last seven games, and in the last about two and a half weeks, they are something like two, five, and two. Now, there's many reasons why. Injuries, resting players, they were locked in at third place, so they didn't you know, really try to beat Nashville with a full-fledged lineup. But the reality is this team hasn't looked like the hottest team in the NHL that they were all of March for quite a while. So, again, the Stars have won seven in a row, six in a row. The Wild have lost five of their last seven. Now, the Stars have a bunch of talented top-end players like Jason Robertson. You'll recall he finished second to Kirill Kaprizov in the, in the Rookie of the Year voting a few years ago. Robertson set a Dallas franchise record with 109 points this year. Um, and then on the other end of that, you have a rookie, Wyatt Johnston, who tied for the NHL lead this season with 24 goals for a rookie. So two high-end players, very young. I think rookie uh, Wyatt Johnston, I believe, is 21 years old, I think. And then, of course, don't forget about the high-end young defenseman, Miro Heiskanen. He's 23. He was a plus 12 as a defenseman. More importantly for the Dallas Stars, he had 73 points this year, 11 goals and 62 assists. So not only can they score uh, down low, but they certainly can score on the blue line as well. And then don't forget their their veterans. Uh, I mentioned Robertson has 109 points. Jamie Benn, who has been a thorn in the wild side forever, he had 78 points this year. He's on the tail end of his career, but he's still very effective, playing a lot on third line. Think of uh, Jules Eriksson Eck. On the wild, that's what Jamie Benn is to the stars. You'll see Ben in the uh, right in front of the crease in front of the wild goalie the entire series, and no doubt being a menace, being physical, mixing it up, and tipping in some shots along the way. Uh, Joe Pavelski, another stalwart veteran on the back end of his career, but still very effective. He had 77 points this year. And then Rupe Haints, 75 points, and Miro Heiskanen that I already mentioned had 73 when you think of the Dallas Stars, the number one think, thing you should be thinking about, I haven't mentioned yet, and that's goaltender Jake Ottinger. The Lakeville native could steal the playoff series. This was the number one reason that prior to the uh, knowledge that the Stars would be playing the Wild, I was hoping the Wild would draw the Colorado Avalanche. I think the Wild match up better with the Avalanche. I think the Avs have a weaker goaltender. They have some injuries. Landeskog is out. Kale McCarr's a shell of his former self, at least for now. And while Connor McDavid is one of the best players on the planet, they aren't nearly as deep as they were a year ago. And I'm not sure if all the hunger is there, um, just naturally, um, to go back-to-back. I think that's a, a pretty tall order for Colorado. Um and I again, the way the Wild played them two weeks ago Thursday was just impressive. And the Wild kind of has a history with this team. They knocked out the Avs several years ago, I think around 2015, 16-ish. They knocked out Coach Patrick Waugh and the Colorado Avalanche. And uh, there's been a, some, some really good history with these two teams, and I like the way they match up. Not so sure the Wild love the matchups with Dallas, but they certainly can win this series. But... Again, Lakeville native Jake Ottinger could steal the playoff series. He's that good. He should be among the top uh, nominees for the Vesna Award, which he isn't. But when you look at his body of work this year, 62 games. 62. That's three quarters of the games, which is you know unheard of with the wild goaltenders. But anyhow, Ottinger played 62 games with a 2.37 goals against and a 919 save percentage. So the wild need to get to him early. As, as often happens in a playoff series, if a goalie starts hot, 
He starts to get in the head of the opponent. Remember the Blues? That happened a little bit last year. Um, so they need to get to Ottinger early. And like I said, they can do that. Just in November in that game I already referenced, they chased Ottinger out of a game. Maybe one or two of the only times Ottinger's been chased all season. He's an all-star. He's their best player. Um, of course, he's in that. So that'll be very interesting to see how the Wild, uh, whether they go high, low, five-hole, what their plan is to attack Jake Ottinger because they can beat him, but he also can steal a series. He's that good, so it'll be something to watch. So again, when you're looking at these stars, they have some high-end talent that are young. They have some stalwart veterans like Pavelski, Jamie Benn, um, and then, of course, I haven't even mentioned Ryan Suter, who clearly is on the tail end of his career as a defenseman. Um, he's not getting better, nor would anyone his age with his the years under his belt. Um, and there's even talk of the Stars buying him out um, in the offseason just because it's a heavy contract. And I'm speculating here, but he may be causing some of the same problems in the locker room there that he caused in St. Paul. Bottom line, the Wild can beat this Dallas Stars team. They're 2-2-0. Two, two and oh. They've won two. They've lost two against this team this year. Should be a great series. I don't expect a lot of 6-5 type games. I expect a lot of 3-2-2-1 two, and two, one type games. Uh, both teams make their, uh, they pride themselves in playing good structured defense. Both of their coaches like it that way. And I would expect nothing else from this playoff series that, again, starts at 8.50 p.m. We drop the puck at 8.50 on Monday night in Dallas, Bally Sports North, ESPN. Like we said before, check Wild Minute with Troy's. Uh, check our podcast on Apple. Check us out on Spotify. Check in all weekend long. We're going to be posting content on the stars, on the wild, breaking everything down and getting you ready for what we hope is a long playoff run that'll take spring into summer for the Minnesota Wild. This is Troy. This is your Wild Minute with Troy. We'll talk to you soon.